Welcome to My Heart Songs podcast number 125, Still Coping with COVID-19. Humanity in general continues to exhibit remarkable gra-gra. Don't you love the sound of that word? It's Pitkin English for a show of bravado, often false. Our hubris seems to know no bounds as we continue to believe that we will conquer the virus and get back to normal, albeit a somewhat transformed one. The reality, of course, is that as long as we live a life of Kayanaskatsi, that marvelous Hopi word and a 1982 amazing film by the same name, roughly meaning life of moral corruption and turmoil or life out of balance, then there will be consequences beyond our imagining. The planet will continue to respond by trying to keep us in check, including more pandemics to come. And now we are continually plagued with science by press release and vaccine apartheid as richer countries and the most well-off people within them get first in line for the protective shots. Despite pleas from the World Health Organization and others that none of us are safe until we all are, we know how that argument has played out in the past with other forms of social injustice. I detest cynicism, but I do feel some righteous anger arising as anti-vax conspiracy theories run rampant, and even those who do want the vaccine, apparently now up to over 60% of U.S. population and rising, can't get it. Reminds me of the Inuit culture, which is perhaps the most tender when it comes to parenting. They even have a special kiss for babies, where you put your nose against the cheek and sniff the skin. In such cultures that value the avoidance of conflict and aggression, to be angry with a child is considered demeaning, demonstrating one's own immaturity. It's the adult who is having a tantrum. We know that children learn emotional regulation from their parents and that they must grasp that there are many feelings they must not be acted upon for the sake of group harmony. Yet many adults still do not have a good relationship to their anger. Our poets glorify it. Dylan Thomas comes to mind. Do not go gentle into that good night. Old age should burn and rave at close of day. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. Or check out the Angry Old Man magazine of experimental art and poetry. We teach nothing about emotional fluency in schools and continue to honor the use of violence in countless forms of entertainment when the protagonist is right. David Friedman, the anarcho-capitalist theorist, muses, the direct use of force is such a poor solution to any problem, it is generally employed only by small children and large nations. (laughs) So I take all that to heart as I observe my own anger at various injustices arise and pass. Lots of data coming in about the mental health toll of this pandemic, and clearly isolation, fear of infection, and economic fallout are three major factors contributing to a rise in anxiety and depression. The British-based COVID Minds program has assembled about 140 longitudinal studies in more than 70 countries in an attempt to document the ongoing mental health effects of the pandemic and also government actions such as lockdowns. The CDC even has a Be Kind to Your Mind initiative, especially important given what we know from the field of psychoneuroimmunology and its research into the adverse impact of stress, sleep, and nutrition on our body's protective systems. The usual advice, but good reminders nonetheless. Pause. Breathe. Notice how you feel. 
Take breaks from upsetting content. Take care of your body. Reach out and stay connected. Seek help if overwhelmed or unsafe. Exercise regularly and eat well. Avoid excessive drugs and alcohol. And as a measure of the absurd creativity inspired by the virus, there are now a cadre of dogs that have been trained to recognize the smell of a COVID-19 infected person. Given their super-sniffing powers, able to detect a teaspoon of sugar in an Olympic-sized swimming pool, it has become commonplace to train them for work in airports, police and military missions, and detection of explosives. They are now being used as screening at sports arenas and airports in some countries. And in other news beyond ordinary imagination, as part of the quest for a perfect screening tool at the entrance to every office, restaurant, and school to determine who is virus-free and safe to admit, experiments are now underway to detect anosmia, one of the most reliable signs of ongoing COVID-19 infection, even in those who do not feel sick. Although sniff-based tests are currently being used only in clinical and research studies at the moment, screening for loss of smell seems to be more accurate than the temperature checks we have all experienced. Of course, allergies, nasal congestion from a simple cold, and even aging can also cause some anosmia. The You Smell It test offers five varied scents to identify with answers submitted via your smartphone. Smell this stinky strip of paper correctly and come on in to enjoy your sushi. Ozapa is a fun Japanese word to say. Being ozapa means you don't sweat the small stuff and tend to be relaxed and chill no matter what lemons are headed your way. If that's not true at the moment, you might emulate the elementary teacher created Just Scream hotline. No human answered. Just wait for the beat, scream, and then hang up. Individual phone numbers were not stored, and more than 70,000 screams were recorded during the three-month life of the project. You can still listen to some samples at JustScream.Baby. My own preference is to use the bathroom mirror and privately, silently scream. Just watching my face contort and my body gyrate is enough to make me laugh. Always good for the immune system. Thanks as always for listening and remember friends and family can easily sign up at myheartsongs.org.